what is up guys what is up it is episode 17 of grunt talk and it's been a minute it's been a minute since we've done a podcast i think the last one i did was in december was my last one and reason for just kind of sitting back right now with more covid cases going on that new strand i have two twin babies and my wife of course i don't want to risk interviewing somebody in person face to face and them getting sick because i interviewed somebody so with that it's kind of be going forward a little bit more remotely podcast for that reason like today's podcast i'm just me i'm actually borrowing my buddy's submit shop here in the back no one's here doesn't open till later so doing a good podcast for that reason um, episode 17 what i want to talk about is this book that recently came out and some of you guys who were following saw that they did a story about me here in escondido it's called first platoon it's actually this book here now it's a great book written by Annie Jacobson. She did a book about Area 51 um, and some other great books. If you listen, look up the Joe Rogan podcast, whether it be on Google or on Spotify, and you'll listen to her podcast that he, they did together. Great book. Great stories that she's done. Great information. And a lot of people are just now starting to read this story. First Platoon is about me and my brothers who served in this 1st Platoon, 473rd Cavalry Unit, 4th Brigade in Afghanistan. Now, it's not all just about us. It has to do with biometrics. It has to do with, um, I don't know if I want to say corruption. <laughs> Definitely corruption in Afghanistan, but not with us. Um, it has to do with us, of course, and just some of the controversy that happened with our lieutenant who ended up getting sent to prison and then getting pardoned by Trump later on. So she does a great job of describing exactly what happened, the details of how biometrics kind of started, details about just everything in general that lead up to it. And she pops that out in a very, very great way. If you guys haven't read it, it's definitely a really, really good book. Definitely a lot of content, meaning it's very graphic. And to me, it has no pro- I had no problem reading it because it just brought back a lot of memories in a good way for me. Even if it was graphic, it just reminded me of the times that I served my brothers when we were overseas in Afghanistan in 2012. It's definitely not a, hey, let's read it to our children kind of book. It's definitely raw to the point, and she did an amazing job. So I was part of 1st Platoon, 4th Cavalry, 4th BCT, and I served with 82nd. And that was a 2012 deployment. So we had just finished about, I think, six months into the deployment maybe going on seven months we didn't have too much longer in our deployment i'm doing a good job at our first location and then i'm going forward and forward and forward to a new location where there's definitely a lot more contact every day so the book like i said it's it's about us not fully us like it's not the whole story every chapter is not about us doesn't detail what we did and stuff like that but it does detail how we played a role into the kind of bigger things like biometrics. So when we got to Afghanistan, one of the big things that they did to make sure that we were actually obtaining bad people, not innocent people, a lot of people have the misconception that as being grunts, we're there just to kill everybody. No, we're there to, as cliche as it sounds, and my brothers will laugh at this, we are there to win the hearts and minds, as they say. We are there to be a beacon of hope and to inspire people to really win their country back. And we were doing that. 
and it was such an amazing thing that we were able to build some schools there and see the joy that people had and to be able to go to towns where it was very secluded and all of a sudden you just see it open up like no other. Our job was never to hurt people unless they tried to hurt us, meaning bad people. So the way we determined that, it was just started using biometrics. Um, we had somebody in our platoon who would literally just, if we had a detainee, we found somebody, we'd do the biometrics. We would do the fingerprints. We would do, I think, a retina scan. And they had a database of everybody who's ever been a part of any type of investigation, whether it be with the CIA, FBI, DOD. If they popped up on anything in that file, the minute we scanned them, we would get a hit if they popped up on something. They would show us that, hey, they used to do bombings, they used to do IEDs, they used to be part of this group, they're still fated to that, to the point where we were able to determine, of course, who was bad and who was good very, very accurately. It was a long, sometimes, system to do, and very hard to do during war, because when you're at war doing patrols, you're in somebody else's country, you're not just going to do what you want there. People are going to fucking resist and shoot you, which happened, of course. So the hard part was, if you've seen any biometrics, fingerprints have to be clean. When you're in dirt and just shit every day, and you have dirty-ass fingers you have to scan, it's not the easiest thing. So it would take a while, and sometimes it would be a hostile situation for us for that reason. That being said, it did lead to a capture where I think at one point we wound up getting the number three or number four guy wanted... Um, he was like one of the top, top Taliban persons. And that happened, I think, right where we were, like right by the border of Pakistan. And it was crazy. We weren't even expecting that. But we wound up getting a very, very good result from that. It ties into that because it plays a bigger role into this book. And the reason why we kind of got known for this book, prior to it being known, a lot of people knew our platoon and 4th Brigade and Forcing for the Cavalry, especially Charlie Troop, which we were a part of, because of the decisions of this lieutenant. Long story short, because I want you really guys to read the book. It's a great book by Annie, Jacobs. Annie Jacobson. Go look it up on, I think it's on Amazon, anywhere you can find a book. It's a really, really good book. He wound up making a bad decision, wound up getting two innocent people killed, um, compromised a very, very good unit, and with that, he got sent to Fort Leavenworth. I forgot how many years of sentence with, but later on, he wound up getting pardoned by President Trump over some bullshit allegation that their defense team tried to do, saying that he did not do that. That motherfucker was guilty as fuck. <laughs> Somebody from firsthand who was there, just a shady motherfucker. When you have, you know, we had just lost a lieutenant. He got blown up, so he had a lot of shrapnel in him. And he was a great lieutenant, a great leader, what you'd want to lead you into war, always making great tactical decisions and leading us to where we should be. And we got this fucking piece of Joe shit. Um, better off, you know, he's a fucking Poe, he's a fucking cherry. In my eyes. Didn't do shit. It was his turn to fucking be in charge of a platoon. In case you guys don't know, once you get to an officer ranking, you eventually do have to be in charge of a platoon. I'm not saying you have to be a grunt, but if you are an officer in that field, you will eventually be on the line, which where we were. 
you're in the sun. You're not in the nice, comfy, fucking, cozy tents that a lot of the upper officers were. That's your job to do their time. So that's what they do. With that, first couple missions, I just knew he was going to have a long time into this. The first mission we went on, he just got broken off like a bitch. I couldn't do it. Um, he was able to finish the mission, but he was definitely broken off. And just other things he would have us do. Um, I remember a couple of my buddies had to go on top of a tower to just shoot at some fucking random bike for no fucking apparent reason. Just shady shit. Having certain mission briefs with our squad leaders and everybody saying that, you know, revenge for Haynes. So Haynes was a brother of mine, a brother of all of us who served in 1st Platoon who wound up getting shot in the neck. And he came up right after that and right after Lieutenant Latino. And... It was just weird what he wanted us to do to kind of get revenge. It was weird. Like I said, he wanted getting two innocent people killed because of his orders. He ordered us to kill two innocent people. Why I'm doing an investigation. Um, we got pulled from there. Once that happened, you know, everything in that area just kind of stopped all missions. And we got pulled away. We weren't done with the deployment. We were done with their fighting. But we were still doing our job. And crazy you know it's crazy that you have piece of shit who just because they think they can be an officer can serve and it's not true which was fucking proven right then and there want to make a bad decision multiple bad decisions being a fucking stupid fuck up and my biggest gripe with all this is the amount of that affect my brothers later throughout life um having to go to therapy it, it affects people a lot of ways. And for me, reliving this story here was good and bad because it brought back good memories of times with my brothers. But then also, it, for me, it brought back some bad memories because I know what they went through. I accepted a lot of the harsh shit. So it didn't affect me right then and there. But definitely down the road, it does. And I know it would fuck with them a fuck ton. And unfortunately... Because of that piece of shit, a lot of them had to suffer even more. And then he wanted to get him pardoned because his defense team wound up saying that they weren't innocent people that we wound up killing. Um, some bullshit saying that their fingerprints and everything wind up popping up in our data system. And he did such a great job to the point of figuring out that no, they didn't. They were actually innocent. And that dude did bad. He killed innocent people. And for that motherfucker, you had to pay. So the fact that he got pardoned off and the quote that that motherfucker said that he doesn't even remember us, fuck that guy. It was such a crazy event. I'm definitely going to be talking more about the book once I have a good brother of mine, um, Sam Wally. We're going to do an interview come here maybe this month as well. And we're definitely going to talk about that a little bit more detailed about the book, about the time he got blown up. Things that we went over, um, just more and more shit. Pretty much going to cut it off here, guys. Very short podcast today, but I just kind of wanted to give you guys a good insight of this book. It's a really, really good book. Like I said, guys, if you have the chance, go purchase this book, First Platoon by Annie Jacobson. You can find it, like I said, on Amazon. It's a great book. I think you can download it, too, if you listen to Audible. Um, I forgot how much it is on Audible, but really, really great book. Go listen to it. It's a really 
good fascinating detail like i said it goes over a lot of great detail and you can kind of see an insight of what we kind of went through a lot of my friends ask me and my family members ask me what i kind of went through read that book and you will get a very good glimpse of the bullshit we had to go through the bullshit we had to do in order just to survive over there and i'm so happy that the brothers that did make it back are happy are alive and i'm happy that that motherfucker got some justice meaning he got into prison but i'm so pissed that he got let go at the same time whatever he's doing in life let him wish whatever he wants i know my brothers are fine now so lieutenant lawrence if you're watching this fuck you <laughs> very much but live your life now i guess you you got that second chance for that reason you shouldn't have but you did like I said, guys, this has been episode 17 of Grunt Talk. Kind of short to the point. Um, I'm definitely going to have more and more videos coming out here again. Please, please, guys, go read that book. Go listen to the audio. Whichever one, um, follow Annie Jacobson on Instagram as well. It's a really, really good book, guys. If you have any suggestions, you know, send them my way. I would love to do a kind of review about it. And more, more, more content to come. Like I said, good interviews coming here. It's going to be virtually, but hey, more interviews coming for that reason. Um, hope you guys, this February, February 1st, holy fuck, is going smooth so far. Already into the next month, and we'll see how it keeps going. We'll see what happens this pandemic. We'll see how everything goes in general. Because I have a blessed day, guys. Keep tuning in. Much more to come.